Hey, it was good. It's your boy QC, listening to Art vs. Life. The podcast designed to inform, inspire, and empower independent artists in New York City. And also interview a lot of artists, people that just do dope shit. Welcome. Motherfucker. Alright, I ain't, you know, I ain't catch up with y'all in a while. Miss y'all. How you been? How your mama doing? She doing alright? That's dope. Um, today on this episode, <laughs> I got a nice little interview with my boy Bradley Valentine from Meridian Lights. I don't know if y'all ever heard of them. If you haven't, you should definitely do a, a Google search. They some bad motherfuckers. Yo, first off, um, so this artist, I saw him perform in Hall. First of all, they performed at all kinds of platforms. Like, they, they definitely not a little guys in this. They been from Afro Punk, OK Africa, MTV, all that good stuff. But I saw them perform uh, early uh, in the summertime. And no lie, yo, this boy could sing, son. So they, they, they had to pull him to the side, get a story and all of that. Brooklyn native, you know what I'm saying? He talk about how him and his partner, Yohembe, you know, you know, got together and started like just fusing their experiences to make a dope live experience for everybody. How this is more than just something they just playing with and how he been performing since he was like six months old. Dude's really dope. You know what I'm saying? Before we get into that, I gotta give y'all a couple of updates, a couple of things that's coming, a couple of things that just passed or whatever. Um, so Secret Loft, they have a monthly hip hop workshop uh, happening in a secret location. Alright? Secret location in Manhattan. But I will give you the link to where you can RSVP and get your tickets, and then you'll get the exact location then. That's all I can really tell you. But it's a really dope situation. I host the event, you know what I'm saying? I'm on the stage, like I'm a host and all, like I'm Montel Jordan. Um, and so I host the event and also interview featured artists. But there's an open mic portion where MCs and producers can share a song and they can connect with like minded people who's really dope. They're having the, the, you know what I'm saying? Uh, bar on deck, we'll be having the treats on deck, you know how it go, so um, the next month on November 15th, come through, holla at your boy, stop playing games, alright, um, also I gotta give another shout out to my boy Chris Carr, Brooklyn Wildlife, had a good time with them last night, DJ for them on some ad hoc, out of nowhere stuff, but it was great, shout out to Domo, so crazy, but on your, your DJ and Flow Hard Body, we had a performance uh, recently, um, we just Recently formed a new band and all that. Shout out to uh, Goldie and uh, Goldmine. She just came out with a new album with her partner, Brian. You know, saying, uh, pardon me, the name of the album escapes me right now. They recently formed the unit. And the album, to me, came out of nowhere. Um, but I saw them perform it live and it was freaking fire. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, we actually going to get right into the, uh, the interview. It's kind of one of them long ones. So, I definitely uh, hope y'all enjoy it. The dude talk about, like, how... You know, him being Haitian American, how like that kind of inspired his musical direction and, uh, you know, him growing up in Brooklyn, what it's been like compared, you know, that compared to the new Brooklyn and just uh, learned about all the ways that art and all of that stuff affects people in society, so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, um, enjoy. Alright, you know what I'm saying? What's good? You listening to R vs. Life. This is your boy Quentin Counts, a.k.a. QC. On my boy Bradley Valentine. Did I say it right? Valentine. Valentine, right? Yeah. You know where that name is from? Valentine. Yeah. Or the roots no, of that name? not really. Oh. I, I've, I've been I've been meaning to really look into it. I feel you. Yeah. You know, hit up uh, ancestry.org so they yeah, can own your DNA. So, so they can yeah. own your DNA and all that. Right. But anyway. <laughs> right. It's crazy. It's crazy when you think about it. It's like 
Why do you own my DNA? Facts. Nothing's for free in America. Bro. Well, we don't need no iRobot takeovers happening, man. It's crazy. But, you know, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, let me stop. There's a black only one, too. It's more expensive, though. Okay. Uh, whatever. Just read the fine print. Read the terms and agreements. Word, you know, word, word, word. Uh, and that's the and that's the PSA we gonna pull from that little topic. <laughs> you know, at least skim through the terms and agreement. So I'm here with Bradley Valentine, uh, one half of uh, uh, the name's getting right now because I suck. Lights. Meridian Lights. Uh, I've known this gentleman for years. Uh, you know, uh, artist, teaching artist. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, what there are some other hats. You know, see, uh, you're teaching all this. You you into the community stuff? Yeah, you know? I'm in the community stuff. I've I've you know I I always tire myself as an arts educator because there's so much I do in that, in that in that um in that in that realm yeah um in that profession rather yeah um, I'm I'm also like I've done real estate because I have a license. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of it, but it, I feel it, you. It, it gives you some dollars on the side. So, right. Um. Uh. Yeah. That's like. Pretty much the stuff I've but the, done. the music thing is your main outlet. That's my, as far that's as my, arts that's, my, that's when I was created. It was created with it. Damn, so, yeah. yo! When I tell you this boy can sing, son, <laughs> dog. Like uh, I remember, I first met you in the uh, Brooklyn Wildlife. Yeah. Um, shout out Chris Carr. Shout out to Chris Carr, man. I bet he's somewhere wearing short shorts right now. <laughs> I and, I give it a, and I give it a damn Proud oh, All man. over Instagram And all of that Word but, Word But you know what I mean um, <clears throat> But it, Ironically He's also Probably one of the most uh, um, Best role models uh, Role models For mas- for progressive masculinity That I can think he is, of indeed. <laughs> He is indeed Ironically enough Yeah Yeah That guy over there With the fishnets Right uh, <laughs> Right but um, so boom, all right, boom. We gonna do this one thing at a time. Where you from? Where were you raised? Well, um, I'm born and raised Brooklyn, New York, Flatbush, Midwood, Gravesend. Um, my family is Haitian. Shout out to the Haitians. Stop by saying all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, you know, I'm a I'm a Brooklyn I'm a Brooklyn cat all the way, man. I've seen it, I've seen it from what it was and what it is now. Facts. You know, so yeah. Old Brooklyn. I love old New I love York old stories. Brooklyn. I love old Brooklyn. Yeah, man. As dangerous as it was, I prefer it at this point. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I've had to choose. <laughs> Word. You know what I mean? Word. Um, you know, um, even though nowadays I can walk around with an iPad and uh, run and roll instead of Ave right now. That's crazy. <laughs> which days, I never would have imagined. Back in the days, you could never pull out a, a laptop. <laughs> On a train, I be looking at these white folks, or just gentrifiers, or just new age Brooklyn. I look at them like, yo, that shit used to get snatched real quick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bold. like bold. Matt, it was so bold, yo. Old New York was so like gully that the fact that I'm, you see me, my accessories, I couldn't even do that. I couldn't even do that. Dead ass. Like I, I remember like my mom and them. We, you know, we like, you know, I'm Caribbean, so you know, like. I don't think it's just a Caribbean thing, but like, you know, people have to wear like chains and Facts. all that stuff and they be like, Yo, tuck your chain in. Like, tuck your right, chain in. Right, your right, little right. tiny chain, tuck, right. tuck it in. You had a ring, certain rings, you put that away. A watch, put that away. The right. fact that we could just do that now and then do it at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning is crazy to me. It, it, so when I watch it, I'm just like, wow, you guys have no idea. Yes, I'll be going, I'll be biking up and down, whatever, with like my laptop, DJ equipment, all of that. Yeah. I feel like, I feel wrong. 
<laughs> Yo, it's crazy. <laughs> and that's what would be crazy about seeing gentrifiers walk around with certain things because it's like, know your history. Because yeah. even if you don't need to tuck stuff in now, at least, at least do it to a certain level just to respect the history. Word, word up. <laughs> but at least kind of pretend it's still dangerous. Right, right, <laughs> right. She's crazy, bro. All right, boom. So all right, so you came up, uh, you know, what I'm saying old Brooklyn. Well, so. Uh, how so you're a singer, guitarist? Uh, is there any other instruments you kind of know how to play? Uh, I sing, I, dabble I, with? I play a little bit of guitar, I play a little bit of the keys. Okay, um, I'm trying to get better at it. Hopefully, like, I have a lot of time. And I will have some space now in just my life that I could just dive into that more. That, yeah. That's probably what I should dive into more now. Yeah. Um, and then, uh but I, I grew up in a like in a, a very musical family, so mm. like um, my stepfather who came in my life when I was like ten, eleven, I believe. Mm. Um, he plays like eight instruments. Wow! So, yeah, he's like my biggest musical influence. Like wow. he was the one. I, to be honest with you, I think I got him to thank for for the fact that like really when you hear my voice, it's I've really been highly influenced by just music that he brought home. You know, like he he. He was on that African African Afrobeat wave mm-hmm. way before it became popular in Facts. the U.S. Like Facts. he was bringing that home. He was bringing a lot of um, Latin jazz from Brazil. Mm-hmm. He was on his fell out wave. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he was also like, you know, I'm Haitian, so compa and stuff was the compa is like the music. So compa and bravo music, yeah, yeah, like carnival music too. Like they would bring that and 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 you know and as a like. Uh, American kid, you know what I'm saying, especially a New York City kid. I listen to a lot of reggae. I listen to a lot of like hip hop. Mm. I listen to a lot of like um, rock music. I love mm. rock music. I listen to a lot of like pop rock, you know, music. So, um, you know, with all those influences, I think, and I always, I always paid attention to the vocalists. I just did. I just, I'll pay attention to the melodies and I'll pay attention to the vocalists. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like I just was like, that's what. I gravitated to because mm-hmm. I, I just love that different songs with different bands and whatever like everybody was just like different and I would pay attention to their performances I would pay attention to like how they're performing right. without realizing right. without realizing it right like, now right. that I'm older I realize oh shit I was paying attention to the performances right, you right. know and then my mom was big on gospel like this Haitian gospel music so mm-hmm. you put it all together here I am oh, all right. you know? hold on hold on for a second Alright, I'm sure y'all was enjoying the conversation and all of that, but we gotta do a quick commercial break. Put y'all on some hot fire. Now, I know I'm interviewing uh, Bradley and, you know, he's Meridian Lights. I should be playing like some Meridian Lights jump, whatever, but I actually gotta go. I gotta hit y'all with a throwback. This is actually my man Johnny Voltaic's album, which Bradley Valentine was featured on. Personally, I think he bodied it. So, uh, this is on the album... Uh, legendary Misfit. You can find that I think on Bandcamp. You can just Google it. Johnny Voltic is spelled V-O-L-T-I-K. Um, word. Shout out to the shout out to the boy Johnny Voltic. Um, and this joint is called called.
Yeah, yeah. What it feel like? fire i told you it was fire i ain't gonna play nothing whack for you all right once again that was called by johnny voltic featuring bradley valentine uh johnny voltic was uh he produced the track and you also hear some of his vocals but like some of that the uh different steps part that was bradley i think that was fire you can find it on the legendary misfit album you can find it on Bandcamp and some other platforms but you know google it come on you got you got fingers all right so now we're going back to the regularly scheduled programming I ain't part in the intermission, you know what I'm saying? So, well, if I'm not mistaken, we left that, uh, your pops and the music that he kind of brought into yeah, the household. Yeah, he just influenced just um, just the way, I mean, I have him to think when it comes to me being a, vo- a vocalist, man. I just would pay attention to the, the vocalist. And from like, you know, like from the belching to, you know, just like, just all that. Like, you, you know, even when I- Belching with belching. Huh? But you mean like people go like musically burping? No, like oh, not the belching. I'm sorry. Well, more like people that are like more. It's the best way I can say it, like big chess singers, like where it was. Oh, like, like they they sing it from the. They're uh, really belching out those notes. Right. You know, like they sing it from the belly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Ah, you know, that was just like, you know, and, and a lot of like and 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 um and international like. Genres as and you can sit as back like, if you want, beloved. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, appreciate it. But when it comes to like you know, Afro jazz, Afro beat, those uh, even like compa and certain like rah rah music, like those singers were more like right, um, like belchers. They're like ah, like they just they 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 sing like that, you right, know. Right, and right, I realized right. and I internalized that because when I sing, I do that. Yeah. You know, so right, because you do come from the gut quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, right. and and I, and I realized that's because I think that's I was listening to them so much. Facts. You know, I'm gonna close the window. You know, yeah, what I'm, saying? I'm listening. I'm listening. You know what this is like, B. Shout out to Yeah, yeah, Flatbush. But um, and then like you know and I, and I was really I was one of those kids that really was heavily into like Michael Jackson so I studied Michael Jackson a while and yeah and also what's what's ironic is I studied Michael Jackson a lot and I recently realized my mom really has been preparing me for the stage mm-hmm. what well, mom would do well, I would have, we would have guests and I'll be sleeping and she'll wake me up and say yo I have guests can you go and perform for them Word? Yeah. How, what's the youngest, when that, what age were you when that started? I remember being like eight, nine. Word. And she would wake me up and say, I got guests. And I will go out, I'll go full performance. There'll be a bunch of people I don't know. I'll perform. And mainly like, I'll do like a Michael Jackson um, hey. song, you know what I mean? And then I'll perform, I'll do the dance, I'll sing. And then people will be like, clap, clap. And they're like, but my mom name's Mary Jo. It's like, 
man, Joe, like, he's so good. Right. He's, like, so good. And then my mom, like, all right, baby, you can go to sleep now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'll go right back to sleep. That's dope, though. Yeah. You enjoy being able to come out past bedtime. Yeah. Which you even just do that real Yeah, quick. but what's crazy is, like, I didn't, not until recently, it was really recently, I realized, yo, my mom kind of was preparing me to be on stage. Trapping you. Yeah. And I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't, like, know it hit me. Because and you know people say man your, your stage your stage presence is crazy like it is though you know and and I'm just like I just feel at home when I'm on stage I really feel at home. I, did you ever see that interview with Mike when he was talking about I think it was at the video shoot of Thriller? I think okay. so. Uh, during the production. I think because so. you're a Michael Jackson fan, so you probably saw yeah. every interview there is I did. out there. I did. Uh, he was just kind of talking about how like you know somebody asked him about like do he get nervous on stage and he was like honestly that's like the only place I really feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could be I'm like, myself. I feel you. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I could just. This is me. I'm like, I'm like, yo, and it's so weird because no matter what I'm going through, it's like mm-hmm. I'm on stage. I'm like, yo, this is me. This is this is like my superpower. This is where right. I, I show my superpower. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, bro, give, give me some. <laughs> and it's just like when people when when people see it, they're like, yo, and I'm just like, yo, that's just right. That's me, man. Like Clark Kent is the guy you see walking around, but then right. here you see the Superman. What was one of your favorite Michael Jackson songs to perform when you was doing that back for, for moms? Beat it. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was beat it. It was. Um, I think it was beat it. It was beat it. Could have been bad too. Mm. But I think it was beat it, cause beat it. I don't know. It was it did something for me when I was a kid. Mm. When I hear the, I was a kid. I was like, ah, oh, what song is on? <laughs> and yeah, so it's just crazy. Like, I I I really studied Michael, man. Yeah. And I, 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 we used to work with this promoter. Who actually used to work with Scissor and, um, mm. yeah, um, good brother. Um, his name is Sean from. Uh, I forgot his company name. I don't want to mess it up. But uh, and I remember he used to always say this thing, and I I I now understand what he means. Mm. I would perform. He say, "Yo, Michael Jackson got nothing on you." And I used to be like, mm. I was like, "What?" I was like, "How dare you say that?" I was like, "Michael was like, dare you?" Michael was like, "I'm here for me." Right. But I never understood. He's like, "Yo, Michael has nothing on you, Brad. He's mm. nothing on you." And I, and I understand it now. I think I think he recognized. That, the energy was from the same place. Ooh, you know, like I think he recognized the energy was from the same place, and I was tapping into the same place. I think Ooh. that Michael's tap. Like I, I tell people, like, and I used to even tell my ex this. I'm like, I used to tell her, we're old. When I say this, to understand what I mean by this, but like I used to tell her, you know, I'm the best, right? I hear and, that. And she's like, what? I was like, I'm the best. I was like, you, you, you bring anybody that's out right now, anybody that's, that's on my level. I'm the best, mm. and she was like, "What?" And I, and I was like, "No, I know that sounds arrogant, but like, I'm at a place where now, I told her, I was like, I think now, I'm at a place where I'm so good. If I ever make it, mm. when I make it, that like, I could be in the same conversations as the people, my idols. Bro, you better give me some. Of my <laughs> idols, like, of my musical idols. I really, I really truly believe that. I mm. wholeheartedly believe that. Right. And um, and it's not arrogance. It's just I know I've worked hard on it. Right. I know I'm, I'm just good at it, and I know that even surpasses what I just said. Right. It's my calling. Right. It's like what God has created me to do. One of the things God has created me to do. And I can imagine there's probably an element of it where you kind of feel like boom. When it gets to the point where you know this certain level of recognition and like staffing and all that stuff comes in, 
and uh, you have the, the the talent and the craftsmanship that you'll be you'll be able to hold the weight. Yeah, like you'll be worth. Yeah. Press. Like, yeah. You know what I'm you'll be able to, like, you know what I'm saying, justify yeah. the fame. Yeah. Which I think is a thing, man. Yeah. Like, you know what's so funny? You see some people trying to get, you know what I'm saying, like, who, like, because for me, it's like, it's a thing between, is it, is it, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not into really jealousy or whatever, but there is something that be like, I love it when it's justified, you know, when I, when I feel like somebody can handle or carry the weight or the platform that they yes. have. And you, but you can tell the difference between that and somebody who gets it. You can tell they kind of they weren't ready for this. Yeah, <laughs> and like they don't even know how to meet the hype that was built for them. Yo. and I'm like, damn, somebody else could have had that. Scene. Yeah, and that'd have been better news for all the viewers. Yeah, and and, 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 and in addition to that too, I, I sometimes that's how I feel when I see like an artist that hasn't really put in. Mm. The care in the craft, right. or even understand the craft, mm -hmm. really, truly, and one can say, "Well, who do you know? You don't know. You wasn't with them, but you could just tell." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, because there's certain artists you could tell, like, yeah, like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, you studied hip hop, bro. Right, 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 right. You studied <laughs> hip hop. You didn't wake up and say, "You know what, guys? Right, I think we're right, <laughs> right, right." Like you studied hip hop, bro. Right. You are hip hop. Mm -hmm. When I said J. Cole and, I, and, and you know, whatever, like, you hip-hop. Facts. You study hip-hop. When I can't take away nothing in their fame, like, no. Nope. You know what I mean? Even Lupe, before he lost his mind, like, <laughs> you know, like, he was, he's hip-hop. Facts. So it's just like, when I look at people like that, it's like, yeah. So when people are on this platform, and I'm just like, why are you here, dogs? Right. Why, why, where there's somebody out now that's, that's, that's working freaking 10 hours a day, in the studio, right? That study this craft and it's fucking amazing, right? That's how I am. If somebody's about to get on stage before me or after me, and they're not, you could tell that they not, they don't put the time into the joint. Yo, I be mad, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not even just on some, you know, uh, I want the fans to be hyped so I can build off yeah, that yeah, and use yeah, that in my own yeah, yeah, yeah. But more so, like, you gotta respect this stage, yeah. bro. Respect this stage, man. <laughs> respect this craft. Yeah, man. So it's just like, you know, I man. I used to just, uh, yeah, I would tell her that, and I believe it, man, because yeah. I, 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 this is just my, it's just one of my callings, I know that, in life, so, yeah. I'm just adhering to the call, and, um, you know, it's, yeah. Well, I definitely uh, respect that about you, and uh, I love that, that level of, uh, you know, confidence, and, and I can even tell, as far as somebody, seeing somebody that respects the game, and just put a lot mm -hmm. of time into their craft. Even from seeing just how you conduct yourself and how you are on stage and just the way the little nuances in it, I can mm. tell you that kind of mm. artist that you put that time into Word. your craft Appreciate and you it. seem to know your worth as well. Word. And uh, I think that's pretty dope. So, mm. all right, so you you uh, definitely uh, uh, you know established esteemed uh, music artist. What was your first step in that direction in regards to like it being a thing more? You know, when did it become more than just you sharing it with your friends or your family? When was it the next step in the direction outside of that? Uh, it's been an interesting journey. Um, in high school, so in high school I was really shy and timid. Mm. Extremely actually. Mm. I used to have this guy in the council, Mr. Russo, basically like, you know Brad, they used to have this thing called Sing. I actually I actually heard recently they still have Sing. Nice. And, and it's like and it's like, you know, after school program for like active singers. And I was really into 
I was always into singing, but I, at the time I was really more so into acting. I thought I was gonna be an actor. I still mm. want to be one, but yeah. I was just like, but I, I respect the craft, so I just don't like going it. Right. Um, but um, I was like, y'all wanna be actor, whatever, whatever. And I was like, but I can sing too. And I'll never forget one time they had a talent show, and this guy went on. This the most popular kid in school went on. I say that because he was voted the most popular kid in school. <laughs> um, and he went on and he sung, and I was just like, and it's not to say. It was no competition. It was more like, man, I'm better than that. Guy. If he can do it, then I was like, I, I know can sing. I can do yeah, it. you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, I'm yo. I told my friends like, yo, I'm uh, yo, I'm I'm really good. They're like, alright, Brad, whatever. Right. And and <laughs> he didn't even know what he was doing. And I was like, and I remember I made that decision at 17. I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna pursue this. Mm. And then 19. I mean, from there, I was like church choirs and singing and I just enjoyed it and I just was like really loving it and people were like Yo, you got a voice and I was like it's before I really knew my voice mm. you know uh, or you know whatever so I was like you know um, or my voice was at the infancy stage um, right you know um, but anyway but before I before it was where it is now like yeah. that art show man you the art was about to be falling from the walls <laughs> but I'm like you know and, and you know I would just like just do it and then I started a singing group with my boys, and I had a single for a long time. We were in that single for years, mm-hmm. and um, and you know I started taking it seriously. And, and during that time, I started taking vocal lessons, mm-hmm. really working on my craft. Because I, I, what ended up happening, and I think every artist does this at some point. You you compare, you keep comparing. You want to like be this type of singer or be this type of artist. So you start comparing. You start em- emulating. Im, uh, imitating however you want to view it mm-hmm. these artists and I remember at one point I was heavily in the church and I would try to do all the runs because church gospel singers are all like runs runs you what's know, a run do like they're like the, the riffs like the oh the, yeah that's the, the, the real word like, right. like whatever you know what I mean and I remember I was trying to do that and try to find myself <laughs> that is a thing though I ain't gonna yeah, it really is a thing it's cool that's the genre <laughs> right, but, right right yeah. right but um and then the finger too, you had the finger yeah, right. They do that's where you got the R and B fingers from. Yeah, that's probably your R and B fingers yeah. is on point. Yeah, I, I think that's where I got it from. I think that's where I got it. I never thought about it until you said it. That's where I got it from. <laughs> Yo, that's how you know you're dealing with a pro because even the R and B fingers on point. Like. That's so true. That's crazy. But yeah, so you know, we started comparing, and then I remember I left the group to pursue my own thing. And I shortly, right after that, shortly after that, I met like my bandmate, who would not who became my bandmate. Right. And we would just see each other in passing. Is it already in lights with you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Yohembe Sampson. Mm-hmm. So I always see Yohembe because we worked this organization together. He's like, yo, you know, yo, I, I do, I produce, and yeah, I was like, alright, cool, whatever. And I heard he's part of he was part of this other band called Game Rebellion at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And um, the job was sent us on retreat. So on a retreat, he had a guitar, and I started singing. And then like we decided to kind of like not not reach out to him. No, we started we were jamming, and then somebody was just like, "Yo, one of the mutual friends was like, yo, y'all should that sound good together. That should form a, a band.' And we didn't think nothing of it. We we're like, "All right, right cool, right. yeah, yeah." Right. And I had this song I was working on called Star. I reached out to him, and I was like, "I got this song called Star." And um, we wrote the song. We came together. And we finished the song, and he was like, beautiful, and he was just like, yo, let's work on more, work on more. And one day he was just like, yo, let's form a band. I hear that. And I was like, all right, cool, let's form a band. And and I have a lot of him, I have to him to think too, because 
he helped me bring out a part of my voice, parts of my voice that I did not mm. embrace. Right. I did not embrace because it wasn't your traditional right. voice. It right. wasn't what. And I remember one time we were jamming, trying to like trying to find our sound. Right. And I and I sung a certain way. He's like, "Yo, what is that?" And it, and it kind of came out on, on, on by accident, right? Right. You know, right. And, it, and he's like, "What is that?" And I was like, "What?" He's like, "That voice." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, "I don't be doing that." He's like, "Yo, that's the voice, Brad." Mm-hmm. He's like, and that's the voice that was that natural for me. Right. I kept on imi- like like trying to change it to sound like somebody Something else. Something else, yeah. You know. And he was like, "Yo, use that. You sing that voice." And I was like, "What that voice sound? Because that why I didn't like that voice." Well, at that time it was because. It resembled my talking voice. Right. So I was like, there's no way I'm gonna use my talking voice to this voice. Right. He's like, but that's your voice. Facts. And then, like, so when people hear my voice, that's the main foundation that that's the voice they really hear. You mm. know? So when they say, yo, you sound, like, I had a bunch of people tell me, yo, nobody sounds like you. You know, and I'm like, you know, and I have, you had me to think, really, because he helped bring that part of me. Right. And then once that was, came out, I realized, oh, I got all these other voices. Right. You know, right. and then all the influences um, from childhood and now it's just like, you know, they started just coming out and they oh all my just. God. You know what song popping <clears throat> in my head right now, son? That song Rashida, yo. Because, you, you know, know, I ain't see y'all in a while, so like, I'm sure y'all have had like plenty of songs, you know what I'm saying, along the way, but like, son, that song is flame. And like, oh, it wow. made me think about how I know it's that nuance in your voice. I'm like, it's not this fabricated kind of voice mm. it's like he's just taking what he has and just using and just expression and Word. music and that kind of presentation I'm like, this is fire Word. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny man that, that, so that song was birthed that song was birthed by a jam we was doing an acoustic song we was doing an acoustic um performance no it's like a count on people came to that performance because it was like it's like it was after a snowstorm um, and he was jamming, and literally, man, I, I, that's why I tell people, man, it's, 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 it's more than your and I, it's more than me, it's like, it's mm-hmm. like divine, man, so it's like, it just came to me, bro, mm-hmm. I just like started saying, Rashida, Rashida, right, and then we were saying it, and then, and then the, he dropped with the chorus, and I just started like, just jamming with it, and mm-hmm. then, then, then we go back to Rashida, and, and I remember mm-hmm. people were just like, what, what is this? And and one day like, um, my my bandmates um, uh, lady she was there she so she sent she, she was there to record it she sent it he what well, she sent it to, she sent it to him he sent it to me and I and I was just like yo I was like son this song is dope <laughs> I was like and we both kind of like yo this song is high. <laughs> let's let's like and then we brought it to the band it was like yo let's let's jam on this song oh yeah yeah and the band was like yo this is high and then we started playing it out. And people was just like, yo, what is that? <laughs> what is that song? And like, and and at one, at one time we started, we, we tested it with the white folks. Right. And they all were like, they were all the same thing. They're like, yo, what is that song? Shit, what is that? And for us, we did it because it was like, yo, that's a straight sister's name. That's a sister, you know, that's, that's, I mean, that's a black and a, um, uh, Arab-ish name too, you know what I mean? Like you speak to a lot of Arab sisters, like they have Rashidas, and also like you know black people, like you know what I'm saying. Right. So we were like, yeah, we need a song for the black folks, for the Thanks. black women, you know what I mean? But Thanks. like, but it's like 
we just didn't know. And it's so funny because every time I perform that song now, that's that's the song everybody remember. Yo, that song with Sheeta. Yeah, my man. my coworker today was like, Yo, can I get with Sheeta? And I was like, She's like, Is it recorded? I was like, Yeah, we recorded, but it's not mixed down. She's like, Can I get it though? Facts. I was like, I can't. I was like, I can't give it to that's you. A fact. But it's like, and, and and that's the thing. Like, we're like, Yehembe and I we're in talks right now with some folks that want to like, it's we in like some labor talks right now. But like. Nice. And deserve it, bro. I'm not oh, front. appreciate. It. Thank bro. you. And when and we're like and 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 I don't know if you know, but we also do like like straight electronic digital music too. Oh. That's off our first album. We're straight digital. Like is it on Spotify? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back to that. So we we do that too. So that that one particular uh, label knows that more. Mm-hmm. They haven't really seen us live. They don't even know about the hit. Yeah. Man. So we tell. So we're also trying to tell them like. Yo, I hear you want to release this, but like we have this other thing, and you have no idea. Facts. And we and we trying to tell them like we have this song called Rashida. You have no idea. You and I know I, I know like you have you love this one because the song we do digital they dope too. But it's like and we trying to tell them like how do we how do we do both? Facts. Because I because you. Cause and we were trying to tell them one cannot live without the other because that's who we are. Yeah, because it's part of that developmental phase. Exactly, so at least that's who we are. Your sophomore album. Yeah, up. exactly. So it, it was like because that Rashida is so powerful, and we're recognizing how powerful it is, and it's like way powerful than what we ever, ever. I mean, it came off a jam, right? Right. You know, and I remember listening. I was like, "Damn, this song's dope." Right. And the more we listen, it was like, and just like, we've been on tour, we sung it. People were just like, "Yo, what is that song?" Facts. You know, you ever did like uh, you ever did like live version recordings of like songs? Yeah, yeah. You, so is that song Rashida? Is it available online? Nah, not yet. Studio version? Nah, okay. we we recorded okay. in the studio. We worked hard on it. Um, it's done. We just have to literally. Okay. Um, it's literally done. It just okay. has to be like mastered. Okay. Um, so we're actually about to master that. So we have two albums coming out. We have an electronic album, digital electronic album. And we have a live album. We're Ooh. trying to figure out with that label to see if it makes sense. How it's gonna make sense? Um, oh, the live album is the live version of the digital. That no, no, we have a digital album where it's all like original Ooh. seven, eight songs of like stuff we wrote with Yahembe producing and uh, both of us writing it. You know, and he's a dope producer. Right. People, I can't wait when people really hear how amazing he is in production. Like mm-hmm. that guy is amazing. Word. Right? Yeah, he's. Freaking amazing production, but um, he's producer. Yeah, he's dope, dope, really, really dope. Like I can't like every time I hear stuff, I'm like, oh, I can't let people hear how dope you are as a musician, right. <laughs> as a like uh, producer. But um, but uh, so we have that those seven eight songs, but then we have another seven eight songs, and that's like the rock and roll, you know. That's what I'm familiar with. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's why people that seen the slides are familiar. So when we tell them we have the digital stuff, people right. are like, really? Like, what you so when they hear it, they're like. Yo, this shit sounds totally different, but so dope. Right. You know, so um, we're actually trying to create a whole branding around it because right. people just don't, when they people who meet us, they just don't know what to do with us. Because right. here we are, two black guys with dreads, right. that do these types of genres. Right, so right. So we don't really know, they try, you know, but we're trying to figure it out with these labels and see like what makes the most sense um, for us to kind of like sh- show all these sides of us right right you know, so like you know making room you know um for uh you know the room for complexity for black male image in the music industry 
you know what I'm saying? Not like this caricature version of it. Yeah. Like, you, huh. Wait, you're not reggae artists? Wait, you're not hip hop artists? Right. Right. We mean. And so for <laughs> when we go on tour, every time people see us, because it's a black. Because when we go on tour, even when we perform, as you know, we, we, we go as a four piece, and all four guys are black, and they all make me think, oh, you guys doing reggae? And it's just like, nah, rock. Right. right. Facts. Like, rock. And it's like, yeah, we, and I, I just want to say, you know, we invented this shit. Facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Thank you. We invented this shit. And we're going to remind you that we invented it. <laughs> we're going to remind you. Because we're about to go on the stage and just destroy it. And Facts. we're going to remind you. So, like, we go in there and they're like, oh my God, you guys are so good. Oh my God. Yeah, because. Yeah, it's, it's our black. blood. <laughs> it's black. I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm sorry that you haven't been uh, exposed to blackness, but this shit is the shit. <laughs> This is the shit. I heard there's also like a uh, interesting um, history between uh, like a uh, like rough raw reggae uh, and punk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It is. There is. There is. And, and like you know, it's so funny with like Yehembe is so like like that brother really studied like music. You know what I'm saying? Like I study music, but sometimes it's like, man, I don't, know, I don't know if I study as much music as this guy. Right, right. I study music. I study in the sense where, like, when it comes to melodies and vocals, right, right. And, like you focus on what you're going to use. Yeah, and you like arranging music and different bands and vocalists right. and different people. Like, but he like so even like what you just said with the whole similarities and the um, uh, relationship between reggae and punk. Yeah, it's like yo, he can tell you a whole history about that. Word. Yeah. So I gotta interview him. Yeah, he's gonna tell you. I gotta, get, I gotta get him the other half yeah. of the Meridian Lights. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, he's the one that put me on to that that band Death. Um, mm-hmm. There's a band that a lot of people didn't know don't know. They they consider like they were like the pioneers of of, of punk. Um, I mean, depending who oh, you depending who you ask, right, 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 disagree, right. but like because they black. Like, you mean this is the rock, the moon, yeah, man? because they black, but. <laughs> um, they didn't make it big. They honestly right. got their fame after the lead guy died. Right. Um, but um, but it's a documentary actually on Netflix. I think it's called Death. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's a you know it's a punk band, really dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, man. So yeah, dude. So it's like you know we have this music and it's so and, and we just really looking forward to uh, uh, releasing, especially like I'm dying to release Rashida, man. Like. I just I'm think I just I, I, I just Spotify, believe, I didn't see it. I was like, I just believe that's the song that's gonna be super big, Bro. and it's all about marketing. If we can market that right, yeah, it's that's all it is. Everything's marketing. I'm learning. Man, listen, we want to hear your voice, man. Appreciate it, man. That's the marketing right there. But you know, I feel, I feel what you're saying. I don't want to dismiss yeah. that. Like, that's not a thing. But yeah. bro, some people hear that. It's gonna be a lot of people trying to swap me in the shower trying to sing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I've worked. I've worked hard. I really worked hard on my voice, man. I yeah. really have. It's it's. Um, I'd be lying to say I didn't. I tell every vocalist at some point invest in vocal um, lessons. Yeah. I don't care how great you think you are. I hear a lot mm. of vocalists that you know. I'm just like you have so much potential. But like you should really invest in vocal um, coaching. Like that's, I mean, you should should. So what what was that like? Getting vocal lessons. What was what is what? How does it look a bit? You know, uh-huh. walk us through a little bit, like the reality of like, all right, boom, you're sitting, you're getting the vocal lessons. What was that like? And what are some ways, some specific ways in which that affected your vocals and a lot of performance uh-huh. um, and understanding and appreciation of the vocals, if any. Well, it's an instrument. Right. Unfortunately, 
and fortunately, right, you walk around with it. Mm. Um, so it's very, it's very important that you take care of your body as a vocalist because um, your voice is a direct representation of where your body is. Mm. You know, so I that. taking vocal lessons allowed me to. I guess why my voice sounds like struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but taking, taking vocal lessons allowed you to. Being in that mindset, that consciousness, knowing like, yo, like, my shit is an uh, instrument. So there's these chords, there's these things, there's these ways you, you put your mouth to get this sound, where you position your, your, your tongue to get this sound. Like, it's a, it's like, I mean, there's a whole, there's professions around vocal therapy. Like, there's, wow. there's voice doctors. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's a whole profession around it, and it's like, I had to really learn, I, and when I started taking those vocal lessons, like I had, I had, I had, a, I had a, quite a few, I had a few vocal coaches. I, I, I have one now. I've been going to her for years. I don't go to her as much. I can tell you how many times I go to her a year, yeah. um, because I used to take her often. I just don't take it as much. Right. But um, I used to take her, and uh, and uh, she stepped up a whole notch for me in my in the relationship to voice to voice wow. you know say take care of your voice knowing when to rest um um knowing if you have a, a couple of shows lined up how do you like gear your 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 voice how do you train your voice to to for that stamina because it's stamina mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's like you know there's special teas there's there's you know there's hot what are the exercises and what kind of exercise you should do based on where your voice is, based on like when you're gonna about to go to perform. I mean, and these things are, it's not just um, for uh, singers. I tell rappers they should do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously it won't be ex- as extensive, uh, it would be for a, right. a, a singer. For a falsetto. Yeah, all you know what I'm saying? Right. But like, rappers should do it because you should know stamina. You've, Think about you. Imagine you're on stage. You're rapping for an hour or two. That's a lot. That is so real, bro. That That's is a lot. So real. And, and you should after you should after you do that, you should now rest your voice. Right. Your voice deserves to be re- like to be. You need to rest it. So right. that's tea where you could drink that tea and rest your voice. Don't talk for the next six seven hours. All right, but instead, a lot of people they go hit that henny. Yeah, and because you just think I'm a rapper, like <laughs> some people are like oh well, that that's part of my like. The raspy and character part of my thing is like cool. That's cool. Like, <laughs> but how do you still take care of your voice? Right. And I tell vocalists like take care of your voice. Right. And I tell vocal because I I, I I I I um I provide vocal lessons on the side. So I tell vocalists like you should do vocal lessons. Like, because you just you owe it to your voice. And then you don't really know your voice till you really start working on it. Like mm. like a classroom. You start do like really. Doing these exercises like and then like staying on it, breathing, doing these these certain breaths and 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 like you don't really start because now you start discovering like oh I didn't know my voice could do that right oh so I didn't know I so it's not just a sister act yeah no it's not just uh, it's real life right it's real life so I tell when I tell people like yo take vocal I, I hear so many singers I'm just like you're not taking vocal lessons I can tell because people just think oh I have a voice and that's good enough right. no it's not good enough. It's not good enough. You all like if you respect is go back to the craft, right? If you respect right. the craft, then you need to you need That's to take it seriously. Like don't just don't come out here because oh yeah I sing a little bit. <laughs> nah, I, I take offense to that. I feel you. I, I, I worked hard. <laughs> I, I just I just started. 
I made peace with karaoke. With karaoke. <laughs> I just made peace with it. I just really, somebody like explained to me, like, you're taking this too serious. And I was like, I am. I am taking it too seriously, and I need to not approach it as <laughs> a singer that's studied his voice for so many years. So you had to mediate the conflict. Yeah, I had to be like, yo, I'm wildin'. Like, it's just karaoke. People come to have a good time, relax. You know what I mean? Like, I had to tell myself that. Literally, like, somebody, I forgot who it was, they broke it down to me. It was like, yo, you wildin'. And I was like, you know what? I am wildin'. I am ridiculous. So, you know, so, because I, t- I just take it so. But think about it. If you're a guitarist, you push part, you should take lessons. Right. If you're a pianist, <laughs> even if you like, oh, I learned how to do this a little bit, but don't right. you want to learn certain fundamentals? Yeah. And it it, 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 it it helps you become a better, like, musician. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like. That's a fact. I used to think I was a, the, the best at songwriting. Right. So I started meeting other songwriters. And I was like, mm. oh, I'm kind of like shit. Right. I realized. <laughs> so I probably should work on this songwriting. And, like, there's like. And you mean in the sense of like working with a, you know somebody to help? Yeah, no, no. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't work with a songwriter. Well, no, a songwriter wasn't teaching me. Right. But it's more like like you know you do collab collabs right. sessions or even with like my bandmate and it's like you start realizing oh man I need to get better at the songwriting. Right. Yeah. That's I, that's I, the beauty of collaboration yeah. too. Because you be like oh I wasn't ready for this. Yeah. I, I met this young lady. <laughs> I, I offered my services to be like her mentor, mm-hmm. and I. I use that word, you know, respectfully. Cause, I but um, uh, maybe not. I just, I just told her I would help her be a vo- better vocalist, performer, songwriter, and she played me her music, and it was cool. Her, she has her voice. I, her voice could be has so much potential to be crazy. Mm. I mean, crazy like um, distinctive. Mm. Like nobody sounds like Erica Badu. Nobody sounds correct. like Erica. Nobody. There people have tried. Nobody Word. sounds like Erica Badu. Facts. That's distinctive, yo. Like, Word. like that's like. Erica got that. That's a very distinctive voice. Woman auntie vibe. Yeah, too. like nobody, yeah. Like, just nobody train and get. Nobody gonna sound like her. You can try, you can mimic it. You, you're not gonna sound like her. And this girl, like when I, this young lady, rather, when I listened to her, I was like, yo, her voice is similar. Yeah. Her voice, oh, similar in the sense where it could be distinct. Right, right, right. Distinctive voice and um. Uh. And then like it could stand out, and then I offered it, and then but she was so focused on like how good she is that she didn't realize she's not as good as she thinks she is, mm. you know. And I think she knows like there's room for improvement. Obviously, yeah. I think she's humble enough to know that. But it was like she was like, "Yo, you know, I think my songwriter is a beast," and I just really and I'm usually I'm usually very honest with people. I just wanted to tell her. The songwriting kind of sucks, mm. and I and I and I really like. And I'm not saying that to hate. I'm not saying that. I just like it. Kind of sucks, and right. I think you like your voice and your craft deserves so much more. But what's happening? She's getting high from her circle. Mm. You saying, "Yo, this songwriting is dope," and I was like, "Yeah, that's dope. It may be dope for them, and it hits them. But if you want to think big, that's why I used to tell my students in the schools, or even friends, but mainly my students. I used to tell them. When you're on stage, you're performing for that one person that breaks down everything. I hear that. I was like, when I'm on stage, there's another vocalist that's judging me. Mm. He's judging me. He or she's judging me. Because you know why? Wait, give me some. You know why? I do it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 go, I go there, and I, I, I saw this band recently. Really, they were really dope. I went, and I was just like, focus on the, 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 the lead vocalist. 
focus on what he did vocally, focus on how he performed, focus on how he interact with the audience, focus on mm-hmm. how he moves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, break, he has no idea I'm breaking him down. I'm mm-hmm. bringing everything to the team. Somebody's doing the same thing when I'm on stage. Facts. So I tell, I tell people like, yo, you perform to that one person. You are. Because if you please that one person, everybody's on. That's a fact. And, and that's the thing about going back to the respecting the craft, right? People just go, go, eh, yeah, we having fun, 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 fun. And it's like, yeah, that's, like, that's nothing, dog. It's like, what's your songwriting like? What's your voice Facts. like? How your performance like? Facts. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, man. And that's when I look at other artists that like, you're an artist. Yeah. You respect the craft. Facts. You know, yeah, like, you respect your craft. And when somebody's dope, it. crazy dope, you can't deny them. Facts. I'm going to reference him again. Kendrick Lamar, you cannot, de- you may not yeah. say, you may say I don't like his music. Right. I don't like the, the voice he uses, but you can't deny that that is a beast. He really is, though. And, and, he, and you can tell he put he put hours. He you can tell he obsesses over everything he's doing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like at least some levels. Like if anything, there's certain songs I can tell he just he just farted it out. Yeah. And that kills me when he does it. Yeah. But then there's certain songs that I know he went he went Mozart. Yeah. For this song. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It is, it is. And I'm like, even if that song isn't my taste, or maybe something about style isn't particularly my taste, I'm like, ooh, this guy's different. This guy's a alien level with this. Like, yeah. <laughs> he deserves everything he's getting. This level of the way he obsesses over his craft and the way he's very particular about how he does it, he's worth the weight that his name has. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It's, it's man. Yeah, dude. So that's, I just tell vocalists, man, like, I told the vocalist recently, I was like, yo, dude, like, you need, vo- I'll help you. I just think you need, I was like, yo, you have so much potential. Get that voice to that place. And, and I, and I, in all due respect to him, man, I, I see, I see the potential. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, and I say this with no pompous, like, <laughs> spirit at all. It's a funny word. But sometimes, I know it is, it is such a funny word. But like, when I listen to some vocalists, sometimes I can't even listen to them. Even if they're my people, I just scroll, I just scroll, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it. And I sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, let me listen to a little bit. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. Cause it's like, yo, you gonna post that? Are you gonna post that, dude? Like, I need it to be amazing. Like, nah, like, I'm not trying to hear you in progress. Like, nah, dude, get it, you can do, like, share that later on when you get to certain levels. <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, that's just my own thing, you know? But, you got at least 100 more open mics ahead of you. Yeah, it's just like, yo, I don't know, man. Like, there's just certain things I haven't, there's certain things I've done, I started, I'm not gonna post it. Cause I, it's like, it's I a, guess that's the drawback of like how accessible recording yeah. and distribution is nowadays. Yeah. That's one of the drawbacks. Cause yeah. for the people that is justified for it's great because there's no gatekeepers keeping them from getting yeah. the platform. But the drawback is kind of like the people that probably shouldn't, probably should have hit a couple hundred more shows before you start putting stuff out like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I get it. That's the way you just said that. That's the world we're living right now. Yeah. It's just like, yo, look what I did. Yo, look. But and I was like, that's good. That's beautiful. But I don't know. But that's just my own thing. That's yeah. my. But that's my like my relationship to social media. Right. Not to get into that. But yeah. But yeah. That's 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 how. It is. So that brings me to my next uh, topic, uh, teaching artists. Uh-huh. Tell me a little bit about that, how you got into it, where, uh, where you're doing it now, and how that looks. Um, I've always been into education, 
I think I've been educated even when I was young, younger. Mm. I started with Sunday school. I was like mm. 17, 18 teaching Sunday school. Oh, where? Yeah, and um, I always enjoyed teaching. I just mm. really loved it. And I remember one time, there's one point I was working as a banker for like a couple of years. I hated it. I feel you. And I remember I prayed to God and I said to God, and I was crying when I prayed to God. I was like, yo, if I could mix music and teaching God, I'll, I'll be forever grateful. I hear that, bro. And the opportunity presented itself. I got, um, I went to this organi- one organization I was kind of doing like after school, like just program leader kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and I would try to implement a little like music. And then I had a roommate at the time that he was working at this organization. And he was like, yo, I can hook you up. So I got, did an audition and I just like, they gave me like a chorus class, a singing class. And I was like, okay, bet. I could teach people That's fine. how to sing, teach them what I know, awesome. Yeah. You know, and I already had the discipline. I already had the, the uh, experience of just um, managing a class and teaching. So yeah, yeah. it was all now like, oh, now I could just teach you music. You know, so, and then like, it just became bigger. And you were already fully familiar with like, you know, the content yeah. of the context. Exactly. Like, you already understood the book. Exactly. And while we're all here, exactly. you understand the spiritual element. Exactly. And it, and it made me a better, honestly, it made me, simultaneously made me a better musician and imagine. a better, like, teacher. I can imagine. It just made me better. Like, it made me, because what was happening was, and I always, I always feel the difference in the summertime. During the school year, I would realize my voice was best during the school year because I was consistently singing. So I would go to these classes, different schools and different classes, and I'm just singing, 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 singing. Not realizing I'm actually literally exercising my voice. So while I'm while I'm warming up with them, warming up, like while I'm having them, giving them exercise, I'm doing it. So I, I always felt the difference in the school year versus summertime. Right. I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't been singing because I haven't been teaching. So it just made me a better vocalist. So I would like always, I would be always singing, and then I'll go to the studio, sing. I'll have shows. Sing. Message. You know, Sorry, guys. yeah. So it was just like, whoa, like that was crazy. So it just, and I, you know, I, I told somebody recently. One of my students asked me, like, what do you really want to do? What do you want to do in life? And I said, like, what's your plan with your music? And like, what's your plan? I was like, yo, I want to be as big as I can be as a musician with money and fame. Um, I was like, I want to feed my, I want, I want, I want to pay for my grand kids college mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but I was like but I think I'll forever be in education because mm-hmm. I, I want to one day open my own school mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like, I'll forever be in education I don't think that I just think that's because it, it's the the relationship to it now has changed for me for me it's more like I'm big on social justice I'm, I'm big on uplifting my people mm-hmm. and I think the most powerful tool is education I hear that it's not the most powerful tool I hear that bro. you know so um, for me, it's like I've always, I'll always be into education, and I'll always be into music. So if I like, so even if I, you know, if I'm like super touring the world and I'm making millions of dollars and I'm making music, I think I'll forever be in education. I want to do things like I do seminars and workshops where mm. I like let's carve this time for me to do this. Mm. You know what I mean? I need to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I need to f- me physically be there doing that right you know what I'm saying so um, because I love it and I, I just want to uplift my people so if you were to give a TED talk 
on anything. Um, and if you need a minute and you want to circle back on this question, it's cool. But if you were to give uh, a TED talk on anything, whether it's about music, analysis, whatever, what would it be? Um, <clears throat> take your time too. And if nothing hits you right now, we can just move ahead. But that's something I want you to think about too, because I, I just like to have fun with Honestly? Spirituality. Mm. Um, I'm not there yet. Yeah. But I think one day that's the conversations I'll be having with people. Mm. I think it's spirituality. I think that's non-denominational. That doesn't. That doesn't. That's not attached to anything. But I, I went on a retreat with my the company I work for, and it was it was a. a single sex retreat all um, these boys that we mentor um that me and my colleagues my colleagues and i mentor and i um and i told them and not a lot of people agree on this uh, especially people that tie into religion mm -hmm. i say that respectfully right. but like i told them every answer you have resides in you i hear that and i and, and it was like, and i was like what and i was like i know you're not gonna fully understand because i'm still trying to understand myself too mm -hmm. i was like but you kind of usually know the answer. I was mm. like, I was like, why is it when you walk in the room, your spirit already tells you that's a bad vibe and that's a good vibe? It's not coincidence, right? You already know the answer. I was like, so really, all we have to do is just spend time with our inner voice, or what my friend calls, what I've I've, I've adapted, is your higher self. Mm. So like, get in contact with that because that higher self is the same voice. Uh, that's tied into the universe, the same voice is tied into God, it's right. the, or the source, whatever you call it. Like right. that's like that's what it is. So right. I, I wanna I would love to do a TED talk one day in life. You know when? But like spirituality. It's like Well when you do, you better share it on Facebook because I wanna see it. Word. It's not gonna come anytime soon, but it will it'll come one day, maybe hopefully. Um, cause I'm still learning it, and and I and and if I ever give it, I'll give it in a way where I'll give it, I'll give it in a way where I will introduce it, saying I'm still, I'm still a student, right? Cause spirituality, I don't know if you ever master that, you right. know? I don't think you should be supposed to master it. Right. Um, I think you master levels, but right. you can't master it, cause yeah. it comes from the source, and you can't master the source. Right. So. Um, so that, yeah, that I would love to, because that's what's been happening to me recently. My spirituality has changed. My view on like God and spirits and this, like it's changed. And and it's been, even in my heartbreak that I'm experiencing now, like I can't, I'll lie to say it hasn't been the most spiritual awakening experience mm. I've had in my, my life. I hear that. I'm seeing things, I'm hearing things. I'm being in, in tune with things. Things are, it's crazy. Yep. Yep. I support that in 120%. And uh, so I think this might be the, uh, this might be one of the final questions or topics. Uh, so boom. So how long have you and your partner been in Meridian Lights together? Yeah, him and I have been in Meridian Lights together. Technically, he hates, he will hate me for to say this. Technically, Six years, mm. technically. Mm. Well, six years, when I say that is because I met him 
and it took us a whole year to actually like develop. Well, yeah, to develop and actually, yeah, yeah, develop and then release. Right, right. Like really perform live. Right. So we've been performing live maybe five years, but we've been together like six years as a as a band. Um, yeah, man. He doesn't like when I say it because he likes to say it lower, and I'm like, it's the truth, bro. It's we've been together for we've been freaking making music for this this long, you know, and um. So yeah, six years, man. Mm. That's fire, What's the significance of this? Huh. I yeah. mean, to me, I think that six years is funny too because it's something else that was six years. Mm. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but um, um, I, I think I, I love people who are in bands, especially like uh, you know, what I'm saying uh, black folk in America, um, because I think there's a sense of commitment. You know what I'm saying, mm. and there's uh, a sense of continuity. Mm. And I think that that's particularly important. Um, and I say that to ask. Um, so I can imagine, you know, it's not easy to, because you can be it. It's one element as far as musically, you gotta get here mm-hmm. with the other person. You gotta agree on that, and you gotta make shows together. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what are some of the things that, like, from your experience being in this band, it's like, yo. In order for us to have made it this far, we have had to be good at this, or we had to develop this. Or if you, if another person, y'all in the band, these are some things that I gotta make sure y'all lock down. Mm. If y'all wanna make it as long as we have, or if mm. y'all wanna accomplish the things that we have. What are your thoughts to that? What would you say to that? You know? Camaraderie and having yeah. the same mindset in terms of your bigger picture. And knowing like what is the bigger picture, mm. like we try to put aside our personal feelings about whatever. And don't get it like we've been making music for a while. Like we've gotten each other's nerves. We're, that's my brother. Yeah. You know this music we came together as music like because of the music, but we came. We are not like that's my like we're like brothers now. You know like, and we you know we get on each other's nerves sometimes. Um, not so much nowadays, but like we get on each other's nerves. We we've had our points where we're arguing or we're disagreeing or whatever and. Um, we never let it. We never allowed it to get bad, really bad. Never really. Um, and just having like, we made an agreement a long time ago. I'll never forget this one. When we first started, like, we was like practicing to 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 literally like show ourselves live to people. And I remember we we booked a we booked a uh, a rehearsal space, and none of the musicians came out. Mm-hmm. They they both whatever, and Emily and I was there, and I was really upset about it, like, what the fuck, like, damn, and I remember he said, he looked at me, he said, you and I here, right, I was like, yeah, so that's all that matters, I hear that, and he was like, and he was like, and, and we both decided, we'll never stop, whoever comes and goes, will never stop, and it's just like, and that's how we've always operated, and I think that's always worked for us, mm. it's like, whatever happens, whoever comes in, and I mean, our lives have changed so much, it's changed within the past year. So it's just like, but we're like, yo, we're gonna continue. And we all say, as long as you and I are good, we good. Right. So it's like, it's having that true partnership, man. Like, it's just like, yo, like, let's do it. Like, like we hold each other down, like, because we understand this. We, I think him and I understand it's bigger than us. Right. One, I always tell people I met my musical soulmate. And all I feel, I feel like we just adhere to what already was, 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 that mm-hmm. the vine already put like right. we just like the vine the divine already the, the, the already put it together we just right. find ourselves we right. just try to find right. each other and it's bigger than us because it's like it just is I mean when I, I had people come up to us man 
and say, say, yo, you changed my, like, listen to y'all, changed my life. Listen to y'all, inspired. I always hear, I've been inspired. And I'm just like, yo, that ain't, that's bigger than me. Right. That's bigger than him. Like, so, we're supposed to touch people. It's mm-hmm. people that's supposed to be touched out here. I mean, and I was, I was tell people too, like, you don't know who you're touching. Right. So like, you, I might, I might touch this young lady. We might touch this young lady and she's been inspired and then raise our next president. Mm. Like, it's just bigger than you. It's, right. it's just bigger than you. Like, it just is. So, I'm just, I'm allowed to be a vessel and I'm enjoying it because it's, you know, it's, it's it, I love it. And, but it's like, that's just, you know, we just recognize bigger than you. Just having this nice. coming together and, and doing what you've got to do and, do, you know, to, to get to that next level. And obviously we want, we want to, we want what comes with it. Right. You know what I mean? We want what comes with it. We want the success and all that. Um, Cause you know, but it's just bigger than us, man. Well, I got, this is going to be a send off question. Yeah. So if, you know, especially in your line of work, you know, your job is to kind of make memor- uh, memorable moments. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's part of your line of work um, for yourself and others. But what are some that's easiest at the top of your head? It's like, as far as some of your favorite moments that was like, made you like, yo, I'm glad to be part of this band. Huh. You know what I mean? Whether it's like the, the day of a certain performance, the performance itself, maybe outside of that, maybe it's something else. You know what Honestly, saying? a lot of times I'm happy because like your favorite moment that just made it like one of the moments that made you grateful. I'm sorry, yeah. I have I have a few. Yeah. Um And they're not like they grouped with moments. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I explain that. Like they're for some reason I think I, I get that. I've 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 experienced so much, especially the past year so much or less in a year and i was telling my band you know if i didn't do this music i don't know where i'll be mm. so the band has kept me sane mm. it really has it kept me sane it's kept me it's reminding me that it's a bigger picture the the, the music the band has reminded me like yeah dogs like this chapter in your life is fucked up it's messed up, I know, like it hurts. But like, remember though, um, there's a whole book. Mm-hmm. You know, this couple of chapters is fucked up, but it's a whole book. And why you and why you like why you scheming through these chapters and you reading this book, every page that is the music. I hear that. Bro. Every page is the every page is the soundtrack. And although I'm down, I'm just like, but you know. There's words on this page, and this page is the soundtrack. So, mm-hmm. you know, chap- two chapters later will be another experience. Right. It'll be amazing, it'll be challenging. And, and, you know, so I think that always, I'm reminded that the band, it's like, the band has, it's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's, that's what, key, you know, that's, that's, I'm just happy that I'm part of that. Yeah. And, you know, and others, and another one, it's like, Trying to think of a real tangible experience, but uh, you got a favorite performance in the past, at least past year or two years. <clears throat> oh yeah, we did a performance at Everyday People. They had a, they used to do this these Monday. Um, Everyday People was like a big uh, 
they throw a bunch of parties and performances. They've had like Janelle Monet, Jadena, Alverna, a bunch of folks. They throw all these big parties, especially in the summertime. They throw all these big parties. Um, shout out to Sada and Chef Blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're one of the um, owners of co-founders. But um, we were booked for their like Monday event thing. I can't remember when it was. I feel like it was like, That was in December? This past December? Yeah, that was like November, December. That's crazy. <laughs> Doesn't feel like Time be flying. Time flies. And then, um, and then uh, we were, we, yeah, that was like one of, I think that was my, our, my favorite performance this past year. Mm-hmm. It was just because the energy, and it was like, and I love it because I love performing short sets. Yeah. So we did four songs. The sound was freaking amazing. And you know, when you have a great sound, <laughs> It's, it makes everything better, and it right. was, and it was just like, whoa! And everybody was like, whoa! Because <laughs> most people didn't even know us. They're like, who is these guys? Whoa! <laughs> and it was just, it, and when you see the footage, you look like we look like we're we're like touring, and these people all came out to see us. Right. Like, it's like <laughs> flashing and jump, you know, they 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 they, they, they banging our tambourines, and they like jumping around, and and it and, yeah. and, it, and it, it was it felt good. It was just like wow, this yeah. is. Yeah, that was that was my favorite in the, in the last year. I'm like a very validated moment is mind just like I'm glad I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like damn, we we some badasses. Here, this is dope. This is dope. Yeah. I hear that. Well, yo, you know what I'm saying. I definitely appreciate you for your time, bro. Appreciate you. Know, you thank you for sitting down with me. You know what I'm saying, and you know, letting me know how you know how about going in that battle between art versus life you know right, like that right. like i did that yeah you know what i'm saying but yo my boy bradley valentine you know what i'm saying uh hope y'all enjoyed the convo you know what i mean and uh yeah, yeah. holla right yeah yeah all right that was my boy bradley valentine soft spoken but when he get on that stage though no lie, these pictures and paintings falling off the wall would be fired. Um, but nah, I definitely admire homeboy a lot. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, Bradley, sorry this took so long to get up online. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. Um, again, I gotta remind y'all, come through to the Hip Hop Workshop November 15th. Um, for some upcoming episodes, we got some really dope episodes coming up from y'all. Uh, I, we also got the audio from the last panel event that we had talking about the implications of incarceration on like the emotional, spiritual, social level and all of that and economic, you know what I'm saying? It, it was a really, it was a really impactful discussion. There was a lot of feelings in the room, but we was, but most importantly, like people walked out of there feeling more optimistic on what we can do to address this and normalize and also the conversation and all of that. So look out for that. Um, I might even hit y'all with like a surprise episode. I know it's been a while. Um, other than that, stop playing, get an All vs. Life shirt, promo deal, $15 a joint. Um, and other than that, yo, feel free to hit me up. Any thoughts, feedback, get on the iTunes joint, rate, comment, subscribe, do all of that. Catch us on the uh, iTunes podcast. Also catch us Stitcher Radio and Google Play as soon as they start playing games with us. And uh, SoundCloud. Otherwise, I holla. Shout out to Tev95 for the beat that you're hearing right now. Once again, this is your boy QC, R versus Life. All right, tell your mama I said whatever.